Who better to talk about presidents than a president, president of Duquesne University, Ken Gormley, joining us here on KDKA. He has written not one, but now two volumes, two books on presidents and the Constitution. Ken, it is good to have you back on KDKA. How are you? Rick, it's always a pleasure. I'm just enjoying looking at the snow out the window here. I, I don't know that I am, but I, uh, I I respect your opinion immensely, Mr. President. Um, when you went through and you decided back in uh, earlier in the in the 2010s that you were going to write a book on the presidents and the Constitution, and obviously this is your sweet spot, but why and how did you decide that that was the topic, the subject that you wanted to cover? Well, it's something I was always interested in, Rick, because I've taught constitutional law my whole career pretty much. And as you know, I wrote a book on Watergate and Archibald Cox, mm-hmm. the Watergate special prosecutor, then a book, big book that was a New York Times bestseller on the Clinton star battles during the Clinton presidency. And so I, I did a lot of work in these areas already. And it occurred to me there's never been a single book written about all the presidents and how they interact with the Constitution, and frankly, how the presidency has grown to the framers. There's only a thousand words in the Constitution about the role of the president, and so much of it had to be just defined by people as they assume this office, uh, and how these things interconnect. So I just decided to do it. I enlisted some of the best historians and political scientists and others in the country to do chapters. I edited every chapter, added, subtracted, wrote parts of them, and then wrote some of the chapters like the Clinton chapter and a big intro and conclusion. So uh, it was a, a labor of love. It took a long time, but uh, that came out in 2016. And then the new paperbacks are just coming out. Last year was volume one, and now volume two just came out. And it of course, has a new chapter on President Donald Trump, which was a tall order, but we got it done. So the original book basically went through the Obama presidency. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Every every uh, president has a chapter, starting with George Washington. The original hardback ended with Obama. Then we updated things and put out a paperback. NYU Press put it out in two volumes, and specifically we then added a Trump chapter, which was always the plan, that this book will continue to evolve so that there will always be new chapters for each new presidency. As we go through this, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 2 was concentrating basically, if I if I understand that correctly, Woodrow Wilson to present, if you will, does not yeah. include Biden because he's still in the midst of his, his term as chief executive. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that will have to come afterwards. You can't write write the chapter till their presidency is done. Gotcha. And so, as soon as uh, the uh, President Trump lost re-election in 2020, we we set to work, uh, beginning uh, laying the foundation for this chapter. And and it really took the better part of two years to get that done. You know, history is a tough thing in the first place, Rick. But writing recent history is the hardest because you haven't quite had the 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 fog of 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 events clear exactly, and so it's a it's a real challenge to try to be fair and balanced when it's this close. But I worked really hard at it and worked with two co-authors, Joy McNally, who's a lawyer, who's a fabulous writer, who's worked with me on editing parts of the book before, and then. Uh, 
Professor Joe DeSaro at Washington and Jefferson University, who's uh, just an excellent political scientist and has been a member of the Republican Committee in Pennsylvania. So he, he knows his way around this territory. So I try to do that to get balanced because President Trump has been so controversial. I wanted to try to land you know, as close to being right in the middle and looking at this historically instead of allowing politics and political views to color that. So were you looking at this in terms of the impeachment hearings that the House brought? Were you looking at this in terms of policies on immigration? Were you looking at this in terms of, you know, what happened in terms of dealing with Obamacare? I mean, how were you looking at this and where did the Constitution fit into all of those narratives? Yeah, great point. With every president, what we did is there's a a little biographical section. So you see where this you know, what this person's, you know, childhood and everything looked like. They have to be short to have a, a chapter. This is the longest chapter by far, uh, because President Trump, there was a lot going on during his presidency. But then I took specific issues, you know, immigration, uh, you know, different different challenges where he confronted the Constitution. That case went to the, the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, you know, uh, the, the whole issue of, um, you know, COVID, Mm -hmm. and that produced uh, lots of ramifications in terms of the role of the president versus the role of of other branches of government, and and so on. So we tried to cover a lot of ground in terms of, you know, significant issues that the president faced that either shaped their presidency, you know, uh, made them as president, destroyed them as president, whatever. And uh, so it's it's really an overview of many of the you know the, his tax returns and the issue of whether uh, he had to turn them over and then the two impeachments which of course had a lot of constitutional implications. So in many ways it's a mini biography of each of the presidents, but with a specific emphasis on the constitutional issues that are floating around there. Ken Gormley joining us, the president of Duquesne University. This is the second volume of basically an appendix, appendix, if you will, on his work on the Constitution and the presidents of the United States. One of the things you said in the Trump chapter, and that chapter, by the way, is 40 plus pages, uh, give or take, um, more than any modern president is what you say, with the possible exception of Ronald Reagan, Trump shaped the Republican Party to his own likeness and left the White House with a powerful grip on his base. And I think that that sentence and that observation, as we look at what may be an announcement tonight that he would like to try to do it again, where do you put that in our context with this situation? Well, he he did. You know, if you look earlier in the chapter, you see one of the things I found fascinating was at different times he was a Democrat, a Republican, Mm -hmm. an independent, and a member of the Reform Party. He even, he really uh, followed Ross Perot and even ran as his successor in 2000 in a couple of states. So, I mean, he, he flirted with really all the parties, and in many senses, I say he was a chameleon when it came to which party. It was, it was less about the party and more about advancing his sure. own causes. How here. do you get elected by being a particular candidate, right? Yeah, yeah. and he was, he was masterful at it, quite honestly. But how it fits into where he may go next, um, he, he has shaped the party, but at the same time, 
the last segments of his presidency, you know, COVID, which really did not go well for President Trump. Right. And uh, although he did, you know, you got to give him credit, he did push for the vaccine and that succeeded. So, you know, I try to give credit where credit is due. Right. But also, you know, the 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 second impeachment that revolved around the Capitol, the events at the Capitol. January 6th, uh, right. And January 6th. Uh, that's something that he hasn't ever really recovered from. Mm-hmm. That was a bridge too far, even for many Republicans. And we we talked this through very carefully, Joe DeSaro and Joy McNally and I, to try to really capture the the feel of the the whole country and reflecting the mixed views on that. But there's no question that that is going to be uh, the lingering. Uh, piece of his own decisions and and refusing to accept the 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 votes at the you know in the election right. of 2020 that are going to to probably be the biggest impediment for him to have another successful round of the At some point, he'll have to answer that for sure. Absolutely. Ken, I think that you and I need to consider or continue this conversation over dinner some night because I think it'll be a <laughs> lengthy one, and I, I look forward to it. I, I, I really do. Thank well, you so much. appreciate it. You have a great show, and it's always wonderful joining you. I absolutely appreciate it. Ken Gormley, President of Duquesne University. Again, his book, the uh, original that was published in 2016, Presidents and the Constitution, now, there are two additional volumes that are adding and including this one that is adding that 40 some pages on Donald Trump and where he falls in history.